for being here so much for this hearing. I'm speaking on behalf of the Mental Health Board. I'm the chairperson, Rebecca Turner. And I can say that we are all very pleased to be in the role of facilitators for this hearing for Proposition 63, the Mental Health Services Act, and for the draft plan that has been prepared with a lot of time and a lot of care by various members and stakeholders in the City of San Francisco. At this time, I would like each of the board members to please introduce themselves and to indicate which supervisor appointed you. And after that, we're going to move right to Dr. Bob Sabai, who is the Director of Behavioral Health Services for San Francisco. He's going to give just a very brief, probably five-minute or so overview of the City's draft plan. And then we'll move to the hearing. Please note that if anybody wants to speak, these yellow cards are available. They're being handed out by Rich Snowden, who just walked out the door, but will provide you with these cards, and we'll be glad to hear from you. And everybody will have three minutes. Before I pass this along, I just also want to point out our staff members. We have very dedicated and very talented and wonderful staff members for the Mental Health Board. Helenia Brooks is sitting to my far right, and Rich Snowden, who's there with the cards. Okay, let's start. Let's start with Lisa Williams. My name is Michael Medema. I serve in a public interest seat. I was appointed by Supervisor Bevan Dufty. I'm Kate Walker, and I was appointed by Sean Ellsberg. I'm Benito Casados, and I sit on the consumer seat, and I was appointed by Mr. Salvador. And again, I'm Rebecca Turner, and I was appointed by the Rules Committee. I hold a mental health professional seat. So we'll move now to Dr. Sabai. Thank you. 
thanks to those of you who have already filled out the yellow forms. A couple of things, housekeeping things. If you need a translator, we do have translators right over here in Spanish and Cantonese. If you need any other assistance in making your comment, please let Rich Snowden know. What I will do is I will have a member of the Executive Committee here who will help with calling names. Michael Medina is going to start. He's been very involved as a co-chair in Prop 63 and in the task force. We'll also have Idell Wilson, Lisa Williams, and LaVon King. I'll call the first three names, but I'll have first, Michael's going to tell you about our timekeeping and how we do that for these hearings. Good afternoon, everybody. I've also been asked to remind our board members that... Thank you. Can you hear me? Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. I was also just asked to remind our board members to pull the microphone close to your face, but not to hold the microphone while you're actually talking into it. Today, we'll be giving everybody three minutes worth of time. We'll call people three at a time to give you a heads up as to when it's your turn to speak. Please come up to the podium. Once you start talking, your three-minute time will begin. There will be a soft chime at two minutes and 30 seconds to let you know that you have 30 seconds left. And then there will be a loud chime at three minutes, letting you know that your time is indeed up. If you find that you need to submit additional comments, we can also accept comments afterwards in writing. Okay. As you can tell, the board has gotten this down to a science by now. All right. I'd like to name the first three people. And please, when you come up, say your name, because we sometimes do mispronounce. Ray Balbaran, Carolyn Kaufman, and Mickey Shipley. Ray? Ray's with Community Response Network.
Thank you, Mickey. speakers, Dale Butler, Marilyn Schrick, Paul Gibson.
we would appreciate the written comments. Marilyn?
next three speakers, Stair Davies, Stair, Paul Quinn, and Michael Weiss. Has who arrived? Yes, uh, Barbara Garcia has arrived. We will.
Jennifer Weiss. speakers, Paul, Maria, and Fisher from Patient Rights. Paul? Kangas. Sorry, Paul Kangas. Thank you. 
is from A through to uh, postpartum psychosis, cocaine prevention, the 10 cents worth of lithium. I did your copies of many of the audience copies of the study done by Dr. Gerhard Schrauser, in which he, he discovered that there are many counties in Texas had an extremely low suicide rate and homicide rate. And uh, he um, started a study, and what he found was that uh, these, this one county in Texas sits on the largest deposit of naturally occurring organic lithium in the world. Lithium is not a drug, contrary to what the medical doctors tell you. It's an organic mineral that you can purchase at any of your health food stores. Uh, I've, I've purchased it for years, been able for 10 years. Um, the, uh, the study in Texas is, is monumental and important, and people should be aware that uh, lithium can, and chromium can prevent a lot of suicide. It's very inexpensive, available in a lot of, uh, even the subway now provides chromium in one of their drinks. My son pointed it out to me when you were getting a subway sandwich. It's commonly known amongst weightlifters that they use chromium. Um, we, need to fund, we need to provide lithium in the schools to prevent suicides and homicides. We can reduce our homicide murder rate in the city of San Francisco by 70% simply by providing 10 cents worth of lithium a day in the first period to students in the high schools, and middle schools, and grade schools. It's a normal organic mineral that you have to have. Uh, for cats and dogs, if you read dog food, they get uh, 12 minerals in dog food. Baby food gets uh, uh, four or five minerals. The, the dogs and cats in this country get better food than the people in this country. And that's the reason dogs live longer now than the people do uh, if you count dog years. Uh, you understand where I'm going. Um, we can fund all of this if we stop funding the war. Every elected official in this city has got to start marching against this war. This is the tail that wags the dog. If the elected officials in this county don't speak out against the war, what are they elected for? We passed Proposition M, which said 80% of the city is opposed to the war. We want the money to fund human needs, not the war. And you don't, I go to these marches, even though I'm a commissioner, and I work in the jails with uh, mentally ill people. You don't see elected officials in this town marching against the war. We need the money here, not in Iraq. Thank you. Thank you. Maria? Excuse me for the last name. Pakluski, am I right? Are you Maria? Is she here, Maria Pluskowski? Okay. Oh, from San Francisco Community Clubhouse in the Sunset Community District. Banter.
very much. Leslie from Sage. And please, can you guys state your name when you come to the mic? Thank you.
Okay, I'll call the next three speakers. And please, you guys, state your first and last name because I might mess it up. Okay, thank you very much. Laura, Robert, and James. Laura from MNRC. Thank you.
James Kanish For people who have just come in, if you want to fill out a card to make public comment, please feel free to do so, and Rich Stoden over here will be glad to give you a card. Our next three speakers, Bill Rompo, Michelle Schultz, and C.W. Johnson. And again, if you can repeat your name. Bill Rambo and uh, Drive City Blog and uh, 
you. Speaker Andrea Spaggett. Richard Aaron Mead. Is Richard Aaron Mead here? How about Vera? Vera Howe.
Thank you. I'm wondering if there are any other members of the public who have not spoken who would like to make comment. Okay, seeing none. Oh yes, I do see someone. And at the, we, we state your name at the beginning, and then uh, let Rich Schnoden have your card when you're done.
going to start again in about one minute.
select board i'm sure will continue to be involved in this process we have stakeholders and in many ways in this process and look forward to continuing to work with you at this point i would like to get from board members your recommendations based on your own reading of the draft plan as well as what you've gathered and what you've interpreted from public comment so uh... i'll call on each of you to make a statement and i see michael you first the plan is to make comment at this time that depends on if they are willing and available to do that i don't know how long you would plan to be here okay let me get people's initial comments first and then uh... since at least barbara will be here for half an hour we can ask questions idel did you have any comments that you wanted to make uh... based on the plan or what you've gathered from public comment
Shakey's.
have a couple more, a few more board members. Um, going to move to Kate Walker. Thank you. I'd like to make an observation first. Five million dollars may not go very well, very far, and whatever, <coughs> excuse me, whatever plan we come up with, there are going to be people who are disappointed. But I'd like to say that I think one of the great values of this whole process that a whole lot of people are talking together with different ideas, and the other people are listening. And that's worth, going to be worth millions of dollars in efficiency, I hope. I'd like to make a echo that as a crazy person myself, I, re I believe that it is among the professionals and all the rest of us that people really don't know what craziness is. And in devising a plan to help craziness, I hope that people who have been crazy, are crazy, understand what it is to be crazy, which professionals who have never been crazy can only can really know. I hope that ideas from people who have been there won't be overlooked because in the literature there's nothing about this. There's no we it hasn't been developed. We won't bother with it. Thank you. Benito Casados. Hi. I'd like to bring to attention that um, when it came to cultural competency, in the plan there was only $121,579 set aside, and that was set aside for youth. That was not set aside for the Latino community, for the African American community, or anybody else. And I think one of the things this group needs to do is send back to them and say, look, you've got to put some more money aside for the for cultural competency. Cultural competency is important. If we want this system to survive and the system to work, we as a, as a group need to realize that that is a very, very important issue. James McGee.
members of the board are very interested in being a part of the RFP process. And it's our recommendation that we are. <laughs> Additional comments from board members uh, Toye Moses. Your microphone. Another question be, before you um, have to leave, uh, Barbara, is to ask you about the, the data for jail psych services. I have heard a number of times about those data being incorrect, and I have page numbers and all those specifics uh, for to, to give you in writing, but just wonder if that will be corrected before the plan goes in.
So there will be discussions about that. Okay. Oh, Barbara, I'm sorry, your your mic is not turned on. This is uh, Pat Benton, Bennett, uh, Dr. Pat Bennett, who was a consultant who worked with the city and the task force in developing the, the written plan to go to the state.
Michael.
Claudia Levish. Thank you for making those specific comments and recommendations and your careful reading. Uh, I also want to uh, ask uh, Levon Bellum King to go next. Uh, Levon is the vice president, vice chair of the Mental Health Board. Thank you, Dr. Turner. I would like to express my gratitude for the team of 40 individuals who made their way around the community. Uh, that has been very uplifting for myself and my loved one who is a consumer. And I stressed on Saturday how important I think it is for families to be involved. And also to say to each of us in this room that we have to trust the process and in trusting that process, we have to be present. And I was going to ask our illustrious leaders, um, would the task force continue to be intact? And I found out that it would. What I don't know is what would their primary role be and how often would they be meeting? Because I think that's gonna be crucial. And those are my comments for tonight. Again, thank you, Dr. Turner, and all of the people who served on that task force and will continue to serve on the task force. Before we go back to uh, any final public comments uh, after our deliberation, I wanted to know if any other board members have more recommendations 
based on your reading or your your understanding of public comment. Yeah, Lisa Williams. Thank you. I think that some of the uh, the language that could pertain to mobile crisis is uh, remains vague, and that it's at that point of the RFP process where we have to give our input. That's where things get really materialized. Benito. Hi. I'd like to make a, a, a request to the executive committee, and that is that once this final process goes through that um, either Dr. Sabai, preferably Barbara, would be asked back to give um, an accounting of what changes were made, what some of the reasons that were given as to why other changes weren't being given rather than us being um, left on the outside to find out for ourselves. Any additional comments from members of our board? James. recommendations go to the department. There's actually a tremendous amount of information from the hearing at, at Bayview, uh, as well as the, the comments that were made today, as well as our own. They are all recorded, and they are in the hands of the department. Notes have been taken. If there's additional things that you want to write down, all of these go to the department. And what they have to do is to respond to recommendations that have been made in writing when they pass their report to the state, their application for funding. At this point, our, our role as a mental health board uh, is ending with this hearing uh, in terms of uh, the application to the state. We give our feedback and we are the facilitator for public comment to the department. In other words, we, we do remain involved in the process. It's not the, the end, it's just the end of the hearing process and the, and the recommendation process. Any other comments? James McGee.
We certainly will get everything that goes to the state. Whether or not it can be broken down in terms of a briefer executive summary is something we can request. I seriously doubt it, given the time frame. The sooner they get the application in, the sooner the funding can be available. So I'm not certain we can get an executive summary, but we certainly have access to members of the department. Based on the You're right. The earliest that funds could be seen would be February. Michael. is just allow board members to briefly frame very specific recommendations at this point. Anything that you want to summarize, that you want to finalize, that you want to make sure goes as a specific recommendation. So it's not questions, suggestions, or other thoughts, but very, very specific recommendations that you want to frame. And I'll give everybody a minute to pull their thoughts together about that. 
I'm going to start with two specifics that came from our Saturday meeting and tonight were reiterated. One of them is that family treatment be spelled out specifically in the plan. It was discussed in the executive summary, but not as specific in the plan. And to make it clear that there's a family orientation, that family members of consumers are involved to the extent possible in treatment. Secondly, that outcomes be specified as clearly as can be, because that is what accountability is. And we have asked for an outline of outcomes and how they will be measured. So I move to, are you next, Michael, or James, do you have anything you wanted specifically to frame and summarize? Michael? James. Any further comments to finalize from either Tom or Lisa? Any other comments on this side of the room? Final comments? Recommendations? Yeah, I would like to once more say that I'd like to see cultural competency more defined in the final. I would also like to see more vocational outreach, such as internships and stuff done. Kate? Thank you. 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 Thank you
consumers are saying nothing about us without us. I believe, uh, Michael, that you asked um, Pablo Garcia something about just who is developing the plan, who is, who is writing it. I wonder if, who is writing the plan? Who is deciding what will be in the plan? I wish I were able to know a bit more about how the plan is being produced at the highest level. Okay, summarizing things I've heard multiple times are about 24-hour mobile crisis, and culturally competent care, also gender-specific care uh, with respect to empirically validated treatments. Certainly, uh, there are there is a lot of research-based knowledge about gender-specific uh, care, and finally, school-based uh, services. That's also something that the board has been involved in and, and seen as a priority for quite a long time. Okay, uh, I'm going to, uh, before we uh, take a vote, the board will take a vote that the comments that we have framed, each of us individually, uh, as marked from the point we started until now, that we put those forward to the department in writing, that those are coming from the San Francisco Mental Health Board in response to the draft plan. Before we move to that vote, I'm going to ask for a public comment on the board's discussion, uh, which was after the last public comment. Is there any public member who wishes? Okay, please come up and state your name. Thank you.
Thank you. Are there other members of the public you can just indicate by raising your hand if you'd like to make a comment at this point based on the board's recommendations? Okay, seeing none, public comment is closed. Right. The Mental Health Board hereby forwards the following recommendations, I should say the previous recommendations that we have uh, just stated in our tape recording, to the Department of Public Health from our individual board members. And these are regarding the draft plan for the Mental Health Services Act. All those who agree, say aye. All opposed, no. Okay. Okay, as, as I just stated, what we're moving forward are the comments that we just framed, which we taped from the point that I stated going forward. So each board member framed their specific recommendations. Those are, for, for clarification, that is what we're moving forward to the department as our individual board members' recommendations. I'm not certain if you if you stated that at the when you framed your final comment, so I can't say. That was not included. Then you need to restate that. Okay, so that is an addendum to each of the individual comments that we summarized at the end that we taped going forward. Can those be transcribed for us, uh, Rich and Helenia? Can those final comments be transcribed? Okay. Okay, but these final comments specifically that are moving forward as the board's recommendations. Helenia, I'd like to ask you to call the, call the roll. James McGee, um, an aye for the resolution. Okay. Um, Michael Medema, um, James Keyes,
Purvis. Lisa Williams. Dr. Toye Moses. Claudia Lebish. And Benito Casares. Nay. And Kate Walker. Uh, Rebecca Turner. Aye. Levon Kellum King. Aye. We have nine yeas and two nays, so our resolution passes. Any more public comment about any items for tonight's hearing? Okay. Move to adjourn the meeting. <laughs> the hearing is adjourned. Thank you. Thank my neighbor for coming out with me. <laughs>